You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 374 of Podcateers. This week we talk about how creators on TikTok are making stuff with 3D printers, including accessories for Crocs. We give an update on the Scarlett Johansson situation and whom we think would be a good fit for the rumored Tower of Terror reboot if she doesn't do it. We discuss how we feel about the first episode of the Marvel What If series on Disney+. Larry tells us about his latest trip to the parks. Plus, we kick off a new segment about Disney collectibles. We'd love for you to join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or on Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. But we'd like to invite you to join our growing community over on Discord. You can find an invite in the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com slash 374. Teamboat Willie is the official charity team of the Podcateers podcast, and we're participating in Walk for Hope to raise money to help find a cure for women's cancers. Our team donation page is ready to go. We'd love to have you on the team to help us fundraise, uh, or you can use the same page to just make a donation. This is a really special event for us because we have family members and friends that have sadly suffered due to cancer. And this is our way of giving back and making sure that this disease just gets abolished. So if you want to help, please head over to teamboatwilly.com. The link is super easy to remember because it's just like Steamboat Willie, but without the S. Again, when you're on that page, you'll be able to just make a one-time donation. Or again, we'd love for you to join our team and help us fundraise to try to just get rid of this horrible, horrible disease. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have. Uh, and of course, before we kick this podcast off, I'd like to take a moment to thank a very special group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcasters possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discounts for Podcasters gear, additional content like the Podcasters after show, access to our monthly happy hour calls, just to name a few. So if you want more info on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcasters.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. Uh, so that's it. It's time to jump into the episode. Uh, as always, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We hope you enjoy what you're listening to, and we hope you come back to hang with us again. If you've been listening for a while, thank you so much for coming back and hanging with us. We appreciate all of you and appreciate the time that you spend with us weekly. So that's going to be it. Here we go with episode 374 of Podcateers. I gotta say, man, uh, I'm digging all this stuff that you're playing over on uh, Turntable. Yeah, I'm having a good time over there. I, you know, um, uh, most of the time I'm by myself, which is fine. I like listen to listening to the tunes I have going on. But one of these days we'll have to do a big uh, meetup for everybody on uh, Turntable. Have everybody DJ. I don't know if it, if if you're listening and you don't know what Turntable is. Turntable is kind of like a community DJ music player kind of thing so there's like five slots and the five people that are up there can play whatever song they want and it kind of goes through each person um and loops back around 
And so I have a nice uh, little Disney parks and fun Disney music playlist going on up there. So uh, if you guys are uh, anybody, I put on the uh, the Discord every once in a while. Maybe this weekend or something. One of these weekends. Well, I'll hop on there again. And if anybody wants to just have some fun music in the background, you just, turntable accounts free. Um, and you can listen to uh, some fun curated songs um, and make your own playlist. It's it's a real fun time. Um, I know uh, Larry and Melissa, uh, veterans of turntable as well. So when from before it was, it was a thing before and then came back. If anybody yeah, know, I'll <laughs> ramble forever. But uh, yeah, turntable is a fun time. And I could say that Andrew has like some really good tracks. Oh, that yeah. was the one thing that he was known for is in that room. He had some tracks that you can't even find on Spotify, Amazon, anywhere, like Treasure Trove. <laughs> yeah, and they've yeah. changed it a little bit. So, like, I used to used to be able to upload your own, and now you have to, like, upload them through um, uh, SoundCloud or something. So now I have to go back and, like, get all these, like, weird, rare, you know, audio rips from parks and stuff and try and get them up there without them being flagged who knows what's going to happen with that but i've got some fun stuff up there either way it's fun that's cool yeah i appreciate you turning me on to the service because when you first mentioned it uh like you guys were all going on about it and how much fun you had and i was like i've never heard of this thing before (laughs) and i finally logged on and you showed me what it was I love the little applause meter things that they have going. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I haven't sweet. been a part of a big enough thing to see how they influence how people play music or anything. Do they do anything? Like, what do so, the applause yeah. meters do as part of the, like what you're playing? So if I'm remembering correctly, um, if you get a lot of like applause and stuff, you get points. Um, and then the points, uh, the, like you have a little avatar character and then you're able to upgrade the avatar character and like different, get different, like little stickers and stuff for your laptop. Um, and I'm pretty sure the, it, there's a, it's a thumbs up and a thumbs down. If you get a lot of thumbs down, um, then it'll just skip your song. <laughs> yeah. Oh. If, yeah, if the audience doesn't like, like a... it, it like skips yeah. you. <laughs> the avatar has the laptop, the stickers. So it's like they are DJ mm-hmm. kind of looking thing. And one of the cool things, I don't know, maybe I, you already said, Andrew, is that the songs are endless because it's the YouTube's library is where you could pull from. So yeah. if you heard it on YouTube, you could start making a playlist there pretty quickly. That's the ease of it. And Videos play too during it. If it has like yeah. a cool YouTube video, people will be able to see that as well, which is really cool. Oh, see, I missed that part. I knew that you could upload and that there was a component of using your own library, but that YouTube thing's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's where I've got most of my stuff from now because, you know, I had so many things uploaded, and then when they shut down the website, it, w- it when they re upped it, um, a couple of the features went away. But it's still a great service, and, you know, you, you get to have fun listening to different, you know, songs by, you know, what other people like. So you kind of get a nice mishmash of a whole bunch of different stuff depending on who's playing music. You know what it would be fun if uh, – so little known thing about whenever we do the FGP squad calls. Prior to starting the call, usually for about half an hour before, I'm streaming music. So it just says – call is going to start in however many minutes and there's music playing and usually people can just kind of join in and listen uh, as we're waiting for the call to begin maybe on one of the upcoming calls maybe we'll just go into turntable and we'll turntable it up before hitting up the happy hour call happy hour pre-party 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. Jamming. It'll be jamming. fun. Oh, all right. <laughs> let's plan that out. Let's plan it out. I think let's that'll do be it. super fun. Sweet. Especially earlier, you were singing the music from the uh, Halloween parade. Already. The Halloween yeah. parade. Yeah. It's Halloween, everybody. Is it the yeah. cavalcade? Let out a scream. So. Hooray, yeah. it's Halloween. Yeah, that that song's a, as the as the the kids say. I'm gonna sound like a grandpa. That song's a bop, man. That's a good. <laughs> my sister says that. I hear people. I, wait, say I want to add to this too. I want to add to this too. And that ain't cap. Yeah, you love to hear it. God, you're you're hearing it more and more. Larry's like, oh god, it's funny, fam. So. Uh, tons of stuff going on this week. Uh, we have a really fun topic later on in the episode about Disney merchandise and collectibles. But I wanted to give you guys a quick update about something I've been working on over the past several months now. Uh, a lot of you know that for a long time I was uploading all the episodes of Podcateers to our YouTube channel. Because I know that there's a lot of people that spend most of the day on YouTube listening to music, listening to podcasts, just listening to random videos. And so another way to listen to the podcast was listening on YouTube. My computer crashed. And so uh, I stopped doing it. Uh, we got pretty backed up. I mean, I was over 100 episodes behind in doing this. And for a while, I wasn't uploading because at the time that I kind of stopped, the new COPA laws for YouTube were kind of taken into effect. And yeah. we didn't know what was going to happen with like, you know, children being able to you watch your videos and you were going to be suspended from YouTube and sued and all sorts of stuff. And so that seems to kind of have ironed itself out. I'm at the point where, like I said, I'm able to start editing those videos again. And so I started and little by little, I've been uploading the stuff I've rendered out. Each one takes a little bit of time to render because of the fact that I'm adding like the sound wave spectrum to each one of them. So whenever I have a little bit of time, I always drop one or two episodes. I render it out and then I just kind of bank it for whenever I have an opportunity to start uploading to YouTube because that's a beast in itself. Just uploading to YouTube and having it processed. Larry knows. Larry's uh, uploaded sure. a bunch of stuff to YouTube, man. Uh, also, if you're not following Goofy Guy Adventures on YouTube, man, you better be following it. Go hit that subscribe button. Smash that bell icon for notifications. That's what all the cool YouTube kids say, right? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like this episode is going to be a lot of Larry just like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I'm super happy that I'm finally getting up an opportunity to do that. So if you listened on YouTube, uh, I mean, thank you for not unsubscribing and, and hanging <laughs> tight while I had an opportunity to do that. I am also creating a playlist for all of our armchair Imagineering episodes that we did before. So there's going to be a, a specific playlist for that specific playlist for all of the episodes in general in chronological order. They don't go all the way back to episode one because that would just be an insane amount of time for me to render. Uh, I think when I started uploading is when we transitioned into when Mel and Gavin came on board as part of the podcast. So I think that was like episode 290 or something like that, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, I'm having fun rendering everything out. I, I could be wrong about that episode number, but it's been a while. I think while. it's 190. Sorry. I'm getting old. It's okay. <laughs> The point is, they're going up. Happy about it. Uh, give me some time, and I will finally be caught up. I think I'm under 100 episodes at this point Whoa. that need to be uploaded nice. to YouTube, so I'm, I'm pretty happy. Let's see. Uh, oh, also, 
speaking of uh, social, you know, and creators and videos and stuff on the Discord server, uh, I want to say that it was FGP Squad uh, member Anita that posted. Shout out to my pal Anita. Uh, she posted this these Loki Crocs. People were creating little 3D printed horns to make it look like alligator Loki. Because, you know, Loki Crocs. Get it? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> is, this something, is this something that any of you would ever want to have? No. That's going to be a big no for me, Chief. That's a negative. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> See, there it is again. This is, instead of the, wow, episode, this is the, oh, God, episode for Larry. <laughs> I'm gonna, I looked up a list of 30 uh, Gen Z slang words that I'm going to try and work into the show <laughs> to make Larry say, oh, God. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't understand the appeal of Crocs. I've been told that they are super comfortable, but they are also kind of horrendous i know that some people have now started calling them like sports mode when you put the strap on behind your your foot or something because you can run with them on or something that's a big thing on tiktok now i mean look if you are a fan of crocs and you feel super comfortable in them i'm nobody to tell you don't wear them right like you do you if you're comfortable you right. do whatever you want would i wear them no i know uh, uh a lot of nurses wear crocs so maybe you know maybe you'll see a lot of uh, Loki Crocagator whatever <laughs> uh, alligator Loki Crocs uh, around the hospital. Who knows? I mean that would be fun. You would know who the Marvel fans are if that's yeah. the case. Right? Yeah. But, uh, the reason I brought it up also is because it was funny to me how quickly it seemed to become a thing and this official product. Look honestly, I don't know if it was their idea or not. Maybe they saw it and just thought, oh, you know, I'm going to post this as my idea. I don't care enough to go figure it out at this point. <laughs> but it looked like a random creator had a 3D printer and said, oh, I have this great idea. I'm going to print these Loki horns for my Crocs. And it just became a thing. And then two weeks later, like official Loki Crocs were available. Uh, I hope they at least got some money off of that idea because that sucks if they didn't. But hey, they're Loki Crocs. <laughs> it's a thing you can have now. And and I'll answer the question right now because I know that some of you listening know that I'm a huge Iron Man fan. And, and if for some odd reason, Crocs was like, we're making Crocs with an arc reactor on the front. And I know I'm being, I, I don't like the Crocs. And if Mar, even if Marvel was like, hey, we're building these with an arc reactor, would I get them? Uh, probably, maybe. I wouldn't wear them, but I would have them as part of like, you know, just a collectible, especially if the arc reactor lit up or something. But would I wear them? Pfft, no, not at all. <laughs> Speaking of Iron Man. One of my uh, favorite creators on TikTok, uh, her name is Emily the Engineer. Uh, I like to follow her posts because she's huge into printing stuff on 3D printers. And she's made many Iron Man suits and parts, and she is amazing at it. And she's in the process of creating a new suit for a con that she's going to. But I got to tell you, the more and more that I watch those videos, the more I kind of on a 3D printer. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> right? I mean, I like I mean, okay, look, let, let, hold on. Just just between us four. Let, let, nobody else is listening. Just between us four. 
do you think I should get a 3D printer, like, for real? Yeah. Yeah, ma'am. Yes. Should, like, because um, I got a bunch of stuff that uh, you oh. could 3D print for me, and uh, <laughs> I, call I don't want to buy one, switched. and <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, uh, honestly, I like creating stuff like that, and if we do have the files, as long as you buy the filament, I don't really care. I'll make it for you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Amazon's a thing. You know, shipping to somebody else is a thing. Just send me the parts, and then I will build it for you. And the next time I see you, I will hand them over if it's too expensive to ship everything. But I'm totally for it. I mean, I've, I kind of really want a 3D printer. I think it's a, it's a, yeah. What happens if, like, I don't know, 4D printer comes out? That's what I'm always like. A 4D printer? (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I'm not as tech involved with the 3D printer thing, but it's just like, it feels like when you get the one thing. Then the next thing rolls out. And so, it's like, yeah. oh. so it's like that a 4D movie, but a 4D printer, so it like squirts water at you. <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> That's it, the first it thing it you think. Smells. Like, smells. <laughs> now in smell-o-vision. <laughs> I don't uh, know. All right. So back to the full conversation. Now that everyone else is listening, they couldn't hear us when we were talking a moment ago. No. But I'm really thinking about getting that 3D printer, guys. Like for real. Uh, the right before uh, Gavin moved, he three D printed some stuff for me, and he he gave me some pieces of some parts for something that I've been wanting to build for a really long time, and I haven't had the opportunity to do it. But uh, what's next on my to do list of things is to build Dinjarin's helmet from the Mandalorian. Like he three D printed it in pieces. I need to piece it together. I need to sand it down, glue it together, and paint it. One of the hardest parts uh, about that build has been trying to find a paint that I really like that looks like that gunmetal, mm-hmm. uh, because you know it, it's so iconic. I want to make I want to do it justice when I finally put it together. You mean but the Beskar metal, Hazen? The Beskar metal, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y- you know when you go buy automotive paint, they don't have anything called Beskar car paint. It's usually <laughs> gunmetal. How dare they? Yeah, so, right. wait for the Mandalorian line of spray right? paints from uh, from <laughs> PPG. <laughs> Grogu green for the inside <laughs> dash. O- only oh. at Sherwin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, if you like uh, watching 3D builds, definitely recommend uh, that creator on TikTok. I'll put a link to at least one of her videos in the blog post for this episode, podcasters.com/slash-374, and then from there you can just hit that follow button if you like her content. But a 3D printer, I don't know. Let's put a pin in that one. Really thinking about it. I feel like I could make some really cool stuff. If you think Hazen should get sleep. a yeah, if you think Hazen should get a 3D printer, um, yeah, write a comment on this Instagram post uh, the, of the show post and uh, or or somewhere, send him a message of your support for Hazen getting a, a 3D <laughs> printer. That way, you can uh, v- you know uh, you know tell the family, say, hey, look at all these people. They want me to get a 3D printer. That way, you know he doesn't feel as bad. He has more people, ve- you know, vouching for him that he can get his 3D printer. That's a good idea. Some encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Look, I'm on I know team it's sleep. something. Hey, man, get some sleep. <laughs> I, honestly, and and that's the thing, right? Like Larry knows. Like I don't get a lot of sleep to begin with, but whenever I get a new toy, I get even less sleep than I did <laughs> yeah. before. So there is that danger. But I mean, 
like Mel and I have been talking about getting a 3D printer for a long time because, I mean, as a crafter, there's tons of stuff that Mel could make with it if I had one. There's tons of stuff I could make that I, I just want. I mean, I don't even care about selling this stuff. However, I guess we could, right? Could. But, I mean, it's just tons of stuff that I want to be able to build for myself and to give to friends and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I'm going to think about it. I'll just... I feel like I've talked about it way too much, and I should just own one now. Hey, I mean, you know what? Let me go order one. Wow. I'm not. I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm not going to. I'm nowhere there right now. Nowhere there. Oh, you know what? Uh, since we were talking about Marvel, you want to hear some sad news? Hmm. Scarlett Johansson has officially cut ties with Disney. Sheesh. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, I know it's kind of a quick U-turn and kind of a bummer, but I mean, I... I don't want to say that I felt like this was coming. I just, there was a lot of things that I felt were pointing to it. I think the way that they brought it out into public and the way that they were kind of airing their grievances against each other went uh, to a point where had they done it behind closed doors, I, I don't know if Scarlett Johansson would have gotten what she wanted or what she deserved. I honestly don't even know if, at this point, she's gotten what she wants or what she deserves. It's hard to tell. Pretty sure that there's tons of coverage out there. Uh, I saw a headline. I didn't read the article, but I did see the headline saying that uh, she had cut ties with Disney. And then as part of all of that was also the fact that we're not going to get a Tower of Terror movie because Scarlett Johansson was the one that was attached to that project. That kind of bummed me out. You know, because yeah, we already began to see the transition of the MCU without her. So seeing her in something else as beloved as the Tower of Terror really did bum me out. Yeah, I was thinking, too, she's got that era of time where she could pull it off, too, where, like, you know, the decade that they were probably going to do it in, I'm guessing, was the older period. So I was thinking that's, like, a perfect fit for that. But it's, uh, for me, it's the Tower of Terror. I mean... Scarlett Johansson's a great actor. I think we kind of covered this before, but there was a lot of, like you said, it's been put out. The laundry's out there now, and the dirty laundry, it don't look good. So on either side, now it's kind of like, it's just sad that, that's what I said at the end of one, too bad it led to this being changed. We don't know about Marvel. You know, they always got things hidden. So that makes me worried too. Like, hopefully there's nothing there they had to change too much, but I have faith that Marvel could pick up the pieces. That's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. I'm just kind of bummed that there's a halt in the movie. Like we were really excited to hear that we were going to get, or there was talks of this film coming out. So we're just going to see how things go with this film and where it ends up and what path it's going to go. So only time will tell. Yeah. Who knows if it's going to have a life after Scar Joe, as the kids call her. Oh, uh, man. oh god <laughs> there we go there Is we go like, like um, keeping count on this <laughs> we should have like a little tally <laughs> i'll, okay, I'll build got, it in just a little ding four oh god so far <laughs> i think already um, more wows than we ever got <laughs> yeah right. um but yeah who knows what it's what's gonna happen with it um it'd be interesting to see what what comes of it because it's it's a it's a, it's an IP that I think people want to see more of. They want more than the the '90s movie. They want more Tower of Terror. So, even if it doesn't have Scarlett Johansson, even though that was probably like a Scarlett Johansson vehicle, 
and like you know her idea or you know, collaborating on it or whatever but yeah who knows if it has a life afterwards yeah if disney did decide to revive the ip and they and they decided to roll with this idea who do you think would be i mean larry brought up a really great point she does have this really great timeless look where she could fit into the 1920s really really easily right who do you think would be able to also pull that off from like active actresses right now i'm gonna throw out a name kat dennings who's also darcy lewis who we saw at in WandaVision, who's also come out in Thor. She has this, this charm. Like, it could be, like, different. So, I mean, we need kooky when it comes to Tower. So, we've seen that. So, she has that. Uh, there you go. Throwing into uni- universe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I bringing up the, like, you know, trying to, like, fit in with, like, that 20s look. Um, the first person I thought of was Anne Hathaway. She's got, mm-hmm. if you watch some of, like, her recent mm-hmm. stuff, like, um, I don't know if you've seen, like, The Witches or anything like that, but she's got a lot of, like, and, you know, I mean, even, like, uh, Princess Diaries and, I mean, all her movies, she's got great comedic timing, mm-hmm. and um, she can do voices and do all kinds of stuff, so that was the first person I thought of when you brought it up. Yeah, it's a great choice, too. But also, I'm going to throw this out there, what about Kirsten Dunst? She was in the first movie. The, oh, interesting. The, as a kid. Yeah. But then, nice. yeah. Big glow up. Cool. A glow up like from that. the other movie to the big movie. And by the way, kids, if you're wondering about those attraction films, Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, in case you don't know, yes, there was a Tower of Terror film that starred Chris and Dunst. And who was. Uh, Steve Gutenberg. Gutenberg. I I, I couldn't think of his name earlier. Yeah, Steve Gutenberg. I couldn't either. Yeah, Steve Gutenberg. Uh, It was a film. I mean, it was like a wonderful world of Disney, like, TV film. Yeah. So it was, yeah, yeah, so it wasn't like big, it wasn't a huge budget or anything. It was definitely good for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't not. Good TV movie. Yeah, definitely uh, one of the. I don't think it was officially ever considered a DCOM, but it's DCOM quality. Those are great choices. Great choices. Um, Larry, who would you suggest? I'm going to go Gal Gadot. That's my oh, best guess. Okay. I, okay. I know she's like Wonder Woman, right? But that time period in there, I think she could squeeze in the 1920s. I think that'd be pretty cool. They haven't got her anything Disney yet. That'd be kind of cool. But that's my best guess. Interesting. Interesting. So there's actually two people that I would think I would want to see in that role if they ever went for it. Uh, And it just really depends on how much kookier you want to go with. I mean, I guess she could do serious, too, because uh, so my first choice would be Kristen Bell. I mean, I've I've been a Kristen Bell fan since Veronica Mars. And so she can pull off, you know, the serious kind of snarky you know, type of character. She's done funny. She's done, you know, pretty much everything. I mean, The Good Place is one of my favorite TV shows right now. And I, you know, she did a great job on that one. Uh, So I think Kristen Bell would be really good. But I also think that if we're going for that 1920s glamorous look, I think Amy Adams would be a really good fit for that part. Mm. Man, you could really flip on. She's really good at comedy, drama, and also just like, Disney stuff she's done. I mean, well, if you've ever watched the movie 
Enchanted, right? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> did I said right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like awesome. I mean, she played that role so well. So yeah, I I like that choice. You yeah. brought up the Good Place, Hazen, and what about also from the Good Place? Uh, what's her name? J- Jamila Jamil. I think I probably butchered her name. Oh yeah, but she would be she's. Really good I mean, too. her accent is fantastic. I mean, as you know, it, I'm sure it can go over to be more like a, um, oh, what's that transatlantic, transatlantic? accent kind yeah. of like thing that you know that could be that's a you know different way you know playing it more british or um something like that would be kind of fun and then another one that popped in my head if you wanted to go completely ridiculous silly um nicole byer i don't you know from nailed it and um she was also on the good place i'll bring another good place person she played the like uh male person in the last season of the good place but i think she's hilarious um so if it was like a very silly, silly movie, Nicole Byer would be uh, number one for that, in my yeah. Opinion. Nicole Byer's super funny. I like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I'm thinking about the Nailed It TV show and all the amazing things you get to see on that. That's uh, a Netflix has, show. In case yeah. you guys wanna check it out. Yeah, but, she has a stand up, uh, not not family friendly stand up on oh yeah. on <laughs> Netflix. A, I think it's a 20 minute or 15 minute or something one of those Netflix yeah. series. It's hilarious. I almost died (laughs) (laughs) absolutely funny i'm on i'm on well uh if you have any suggestions about who you would want to see in a role for tower of terror join the conversation over on instagram facebook or twitter we love to hear your thoughts on this uh but we'd love to have you as a part of the family over on our discord server if you haven't joined us yet the best way to do that is to go to podcateers.com or the blog post for this episode podcateers.com slash 374 you'll find an invite to the discord server click it after you install the app it'll immediately bring it up you enter a couple of things and then you'll be on your way to being a part of our discord family so um yeah i i this is a really interesting uh topic and situation because uh, i don't know how much traction the film had already gotten but i think buzz wise from just a fan standpoint i think we'd like to see something like that especially with how iconic the tower of terror has always been interesting situation love to hear your thoughts join the conversation we'll share them uh, in an upcoming episode uh before we continue i do want to remind you that this episode of podcasters is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the fgp squad or as we call them our podcast fairy godparents but they chose fgp squad because it's just easier to type your thumbs hurt less when you're typing that into your phone the FGP Squad helps us out with a monthly contribution via Patreon, and uh, it also gets you a few extra perks when you sign up. Gets you access to our monthly happy hour call, gets you some additional content like the Podcateers After Show, discounts on Podcateers gear, random giveaways, and all sorts of cool stuff. So if you want more information, you can head over to podcateers.com FGP for more information. And of course, to all of the members of the FGP Squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. FGP, you know, those, uh, they're the, um, let's see, I'm going to, I'm using some of my words here. F, uh, I had it. FGP, high key, the best fam out there. And if, uh, anyone, uh, uh, wants to <laughs> disagree, <laughs> please, they could please. catch these hands. Uh, uh, no cap. Oh, Lord. Yeet. <laughs> we need the I Lord love- now. I, can, I love I can the fact that my... as soon as Andrew started talking, 
uh, Larry's head just like dipped right into his arm. He's like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> crossing him off my list. I'm sounding like an old grandpa. <laughs> you fulfilled your cool quota for today. You're good. I'm not even trying to be cool. It's it, There's no way that this is cool. <laughs> I have a list on a piece of paper. And uh, I'm crossing them off, so that's I think the opposite of. If you think Andrew's cool? Leave it in the comments. (laughs) Join the conversation and let us know how cool Andrew is. I don't know if I want to know, but yeah, let 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 let, let, I'll I'll have them. You're cool as hell, man. Yeah, I'll have somebody. Will check it before me to not damage my ego too much. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, so, uh, since we're talking about Marvel, I guess it's a really good time to ask the question, have you seen the first episode of What If? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Thoughts. Let's go around the room here. Super fun. Super fun storytelling for sure. Yeah, I think it, they, they got, um, the voice cast is fun, um, mm-hmm. bringing back a lot of the originals plus, you know. Um, I mean, Chris Evans didn't reprise his role, but they, I think they got a good good voice match for him, um, for Steve Rogers. And then um, there's some characters in there that I'm pretty sure aren't Marvel, uh, like in the any of the films. There's a guy named uh, Bradley Whitford. I don't know if you've seen, there's a TV show he was on where he played like a, like a choir director or something, but he plays uh, Colonel John Flynn. I don't know if I remember him in any films or not, but um, I, he was the first one I recognized other than like, Haley Atwell. I was like, what, isn't that that guy from that show? So it was, the voice cast is great either way. You get a lot of, a lot of the, the heavy hitters in that. Yeah. For me, I mean, you guys pretty much nailed off right at the bat, you know, what my things were just to tie into what Andrew was saying, the voice cast, right. It, when I heard the promo, I love jeffrey Wright, that that guy's the watcher i believe that's the voice you're hearing for that oh yeah um he's he's from another show kind of real sci-fi that i like from hbo called westworld uh, he oh. plays a major character in that too so i was like oh when i heard that voice i knew i was like that is so iconic for me so i like that he was that person uh for this role i think for me watching these what if this what if episode and i'm thinking the rest are going to be the same like this it's a lot of guessing. You're kind of like, how is this going to play out to the next thing? And you can probably, if you've watched enough Marvel, you kind of guess like what's going to happen, but you're not completely sure. So it's kind of cool to be something in that realm again of Marvel being like not completely lost, but you're like, I could guess what can happen here and how like this timeline that we're seeing or we're seeing this what if still follows some of the like major categories or major storylines that you saw in the first one but the characters are different and some i love to the the comedy the subtle comedy of tying in lines like for example there's a part where captain carter tells bucky uh what do you hate trains and i I, when i saw that part i was like that was pretty good pretty good tie-in i like that so it was like there's so many things on here that what if that had my attention immediately and even though it's animated it's it's a really cool different realm of things and the voice acting i think they really bring it home with that too yeah i think you all bring up some really great points uh you know what if the animation style 
you know, it doesn't look like some cheap cartoon. It looks like a graphic novel come to life. And I think mm-hmm. that's what I like the most about it. They even pay homage to the pages of the comic book with a couple of screens of Captain Carter doing some butt kicking, you know, during a couple of the scenes uh, of that first episode. So I thought that was a really nice homage to the comics themselves. Uh, Overall, you know, I remember a long time ago when Stan Lee was appearing as part of the films, there was speculation that. Stan Lee was Watsu the Watcher uh, because, you know, why else would he be a part of so many films unless he was watching the universe and trying to uh, not get involved? And that's the thing about Watsu, right? Like his whole deal was that as a watcher, he's supposed to observe and just let things happen and he's not supposed to intervene. But there are many comic books in which he intervenes. And so there was speculation about Stan Lee being Watsu. I think as time progressed, we realized that he wasn't, that, you know, he was just a recurring character. And especially now with this What If series, we're finally going to get to see Uatu uh, at some point. It's, I don't know, I have so many thoughts about this. Because one, when comics are written, there's always these experimental storylines or these storylines that don't go anywhere within the same universe that, 616 is in right like marvel prime is the one we all know that's the comic book series but we know that the mcu is a different universe we know that certain comics happen in a different universe that's why we got a different spider-man that's why we got another incarnation of iron man that's why we got another incarnation of thor that's why you know and what what if essentially has done is it's given Marvel an opportunity to workshop stories that people might want to see more of as part of Phase 4, 5, and 6 going forward. Um, I think they'll somehow figure out how to mix them into the plans that already exist. But, I mean, theoretically, what if could go on forever? Because if it's part of the multiverse, this is just a bunch of stories. Like, this could be the new comic book, like, what if could be the new comic book series that you get every Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. I believe that every episode is supposed to be in a different universe. I don't know if they're going to tie in and then tie into the next season of Loki, tie into, you know, what we're going to get with the other series, with the films or anything. But, I mean, the implications of this one episode are massive, Right. (laughs) We see Howard Stark create an Iron Man suit, which means Tony doesn't create an Iron Man suit, which means Tony is never Iron Man. We see Bucky. I mean, uh, spoiler alert. I mean, I already started with it, but I mean, if you haven't watched it, spoiler alert before you start yelling at me. But we see Bucky get saved, which means he never becomes a winter soldier. You know, going back to that crack that Larry was talking about in the episode. Like, there's this timeline of events that, you know, never happened. Like, Steve would never have come back and then mess with the Infinity Stones, which means that that timeline would have never branched out. Tony would have never fought Thanos. We would have never had... I, I don't know. There's, like, so many things that this one episode changes in the Infinity Saga that completely yeah. changes the outcome. And I'm telling you, if every episode is modeled this way... It's content for decades. 
Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> Pretty I mean, much. that's the that's the whole thing about um, what if it's it can be endless because it doesn't have to stick to anything. It could be anybody's idea about, you know, what if uh, Thor became Santa Claus or something? I don't know. But like what, you know, <laughs> it could be anything like that. They could go on forever making what if, you know, what if all this stuff took place, you know, started a uh, hundred years later or a hundred years earlier or something like that. And there's an infinity amount of numbers. So you can have every, you know, six, one, three, four, five, nine, you know, universe, you know, just however they want to do it. Um, because like you said, the that whole beginning with the watcher and stuff talking about watching the timeline and everything, it does kind of, t- it ties everything into, okay, there are timelines and this is a branch and this is a branch like we saw in Loki. So it's, it's uh, a lot, and um, I don't know if they've officially said, like, this is part, this is, like, canon to the um, MCU, or if this is its own, the whole thing as itself is another just entity, so that'd be interesting to find out, because if it is, then it, you know, it's just another thing we have to keep track of, and where does this fall in the timeline? I know it's a what if, but it's it's a lot to even think about (laughs) yeah whether it's canon yes i i'm fully sure that it is canon because i'm i want to say kevin feige at one point during a press conference or some con said that pretty much everything that's released on disney plus is canon to the mcu timeline however because what if is dealing with other universes as part of this multiverse I don't think we'll necessarily have to worry about it because they're all going to be their own stories. Like it won't affect the main MCU uh, unless there's some crossover, which obviously if we do get the multiple Spider-Mans and, you know, we get those crossovers and everything, then yeah, obviously there are implications in the main MCU that will possibly come from something like this. But in general, Yes, it's canon, I think, and we don't really have to worry too much about it because it's just an alternate universe. Like you said, it's a what-if thing, right? But, man, I'm I'm loving it so much already. Uh, yeah, if you've had an opportunity to watch What If, leave your comments during the conversation. We'd love to know how you guys are feeling about it. Uh, I think this is a really great way to follow up what we saw at the end of Loki, and I'm eager to see what else comes from the other episodes because... Uh, again, if this is going to lead to somehow Uatu becoming a character in one of the films or in Loki or anything else that's coming up, I think it'll be a really great character. And uh, there's so many possibilities. I hope so. You know, like the Vision, he was just his voice at first. Well, he was, you know, Jarvis the voice. And then they switched him to Vision, right? And he became the actor. I would be stoked if they bring Jeffrey Wright into like the live action part of the like films because i just like him as an actor i think he'd be a great fit for these movies i agree i agree and you know what i mean the greatest the biggest thing that can come from bringing him in as a character and i guess not because having kang the conqueror is already a big part of that um but uh uatu made his first appearance in a fantastic four comic And because Kang is such a huge part of the Fantastic Four comic series where one of his variants is even like Reed Richards' brother, you know, there's already kind of that tie-in. So bringing him in and introducing the Fantastic Four and rolling that story out, 
I'm telling you, man, it's there's so many cool. possibilities. I'm ah, <laughs> ah so happy. Sweet. I just uh, yeah. I just answered my own question from earlier. I've been doing uh, research while you guys have been talking. Um, and the character that I was talking about earlier, the actor uh, Bradley Whitford, his character actually originated in the Marvel one-shots mini-movie thing, short films that I've never heard of. Oh, they were in the first several Marvel movies. Yeah, he was. they were all released on the DVDs. And I. Yeah. this is a whole different whole thing I've never heard of, so I'm going to have to watch all of these. I don't know if they're on Disney+. Plus. Probably not. Um, but he was in the Agent Carter um, uh, one-shot, mm. and that's where his character comes from in uh, this uh, cool. episode. What if? What if? So now I'm going to have to try and find all of these. Yeah. There was five of them uh, that they ended yeah, up doing... Uh, the first one was in Thor. No, it was in Captain America, the first Avenger in Thor. Uh, Iron Man three had one. Um, the Avengers Avengers and had Thor the one Dark world. Oh yeah. And Thor, the dark world. Yeah. 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 I have the um, list here. <laughs> oh, okay. That would have been much easier. Uh, <laughs> Thor was first is Thor, Captain America, uh, Avengers, Iron Man three, and then Thor, the dark world. Yeah, I mean, they were short. They were great. Uh, I'm surprised that they didn't continue with those after that. Uh, and it seems like it's a really great fit for something like this. <sighs> I'm so happy with this right now. Every time Marvel <laughs> puts out something new, I'm just so happy. Everything is just so great. It's so well produced. I'm happy with this. Loving it. Loving it. You heard it here. Hazen loves <laughs> Captain Marvel. Wait a second. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Them fighting words. <laughs> Them's is fighting words. <laughs> uh, you know, I like Captain Marvel for the origin story that it is and was advertised not to be. How about that? Ha <laughs> uh, ha Hey, speaking of Captain Marvel and the Avengers and uh, all that Marvel goodness... Larry, I need to hear about how your trip to Avengers Campus went, man. What if you got a Web Slingers pass at 7 a.m.? What if that same day you were able to get a Rise of the Resistance pass at 12? What if this world existed at Disneyland Resort? <laughs> that, nice. is, that is what happened to me going to Disneyland for my wonderful wife's birthday. Maybe she has the Leo luck because she is definitely a Leo for sure all the way. But uh, we went August 10th and 11th, which is this last Tuesday and Wednesday. And uh, if you haven't heard, I mentioned this earlier, Disney was low key. It was a low crowd. Everyone's waiting on that key, I think. We walked, well, at 7 a.m., we were getting ready to go, and we parked at a Starbucks <laughs> nearby before going to the park. Got a Web Slingers pass. Boom. I was like, dude, that's awesome, because I've been hearing it's, like, really hard to get those. So we immediately went into DCA, beelined it towards Avengers Campus, and walking through, okay, so it's, it's I'm going through the gates, right? And you see the Avengers Campus sign, and then the music kicked on. No way, no how. Every time you could ask my wife and niece that are with, there with me, I slow walked on purpose. Even how embarrassed they were, I was pretending like I was just 
breaking through the movie just with that music inspiring me. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing everything around me. As I was running straight towards what we've been talking about, Pim Test Kitchen and getting the candy bar Choco Smash. Oh. That was it. This was the one. The dark chocolate peanuts caramel nugget chocolate brownie. And I think... Oh, hang on, everybody. Captain Marvel was out, and I think there might have been a little bit of a tie-in with my Choco Smash. Because <laughs> it was great, but not amazing. I'm sorry, folks. It was good, okay? It's it's just a lot of chocolate. I didn't. I underestimated the chocolate. So it was like, it was a great origin story, right? <laughs> that we've been all playing by. But when I bit into it, you know, I was like, it's seven, or well, it's eight in the morning, it was a lot of chocolate rush to take in, but I wanted just a little bit more of that caramel from it. So I was like, ah, oh. but I can tell you, like, if you're a chocolate fan, you're going to love the brownie and like ratio to nugget and peanuts. It's it's amazingly good there. But if you're like a fair weather chocolate fan, this might be on the other side of too chocolatey. So that's that's the thing. And it is like ganache chocolate. Like it's like kind of frozen-y. Like, we were wondering the consistency. Yeah, that's what it came out. It was really cool, though. And I had no weight. Let's just, I just walked in. Nice. I didn't even have to put in an order. I just walked in an order, which was pretty cool. Like, even though they're doing the mobile system, like, I just got in. I was good to go. So that was really fast. And then, so we were kind of like, well, what are we going to do? We got to wait for our web slingers. To, <laughs> so you had a candy them. bar for breakfast? Is that what we're right. talking about? That's right. Breakfast of champions. Candy bar for breakfast with Crapton Marvel in the background. So then I, we crapped walked around. Crapton Marvel? Is that what Crapton, I said Crapton Marvel. Look out. Oh, Lord. Now I'm going to have to just <laughs> hope, you said hope the again. Lord helps Boom. me. I got to I have been Ooh, big yikes. from Disney. Uh, we just took pictures around Avengers Campus. I mean, just walking into the Doctor Strange area, and then there's like you know the Shield and Tony Stark things around where you could just be by the Quinjet. It just it was cool to have that moment. That took up a, a lot of our time, and then we kind of just for the heck of it veered over to um, Cars Land because now you could do that, which we were like, that's cool. That <laughs> I know, like that's like small thing. Um, but other than that, I'll kind of just keep this like foodie related that I, we, that day we went on web slingers. My first initial reactions of web slingers, pretty good, but I'll admit like everyone else, you know, that there's, there's things that are awesome about it. And then there's things that are like, that was fast. And, and you're kind of like, your wrists are still killing you. And you didn't know if you were like doing anything except <laughs> <laughs> like trying to do something. It, it reminds me of like that cool things kids used to do. Talk about cool kids used to do back in the day. We used to try to snap their knuckles all the time. Oh, yeah. We used to do that weird like thing with their wrist. That's kind of what you feel like you're doing on the ride if you don't have one of those like web slinger adapter wrist things. That's kind of what you feel like. But it was really cool to see that come through. And the, the queue, I mean, when you get inside, it really does come to life. Uh, and uh, the things you see in there are really awesome. But got hungry. And I will say if I would have to say DCA came with a killing on the uh, Cocina. I can't. Did I see that right? I The place on the wharf is what you're talking about. The place about. on the <laughs> wharf has some tacos right now, like birria tacos, carnesada tacos. What? Dude, yeah. they are legit. Like, for all anybody that's about to get the key and go back to the park, 
If those tacos are still there, go for it. They were delish. They were awesome, tasty, hot, nice. I would put them up against, like, maybe even going to, like, a nice Mexican restaurant taco truck. Like, that good. I mean, I wanted more. That's the only thing. You go to Disney and you're like, God, I could add more of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really surprising. Uh, so then after that, about 1 o'clock, we hopped back over to Disneyland, and it was pretty much the same. Like I said, we just got a rise of the resistance at 12 o'clock getting the pass, and it was pretty low-key. Things were like 30 to 45-minute waits, if that. Um, everything was really nice to get on. We got on Haunted Mansion. We got on Pirates of the Caribbean. And we took a, like a nice little break to get some food at the uh, Jolly Roger, <laughs> Jolly Holiday, uh, and I. Another food thing I never tried there because I got their roast beef sandwich just to share with my wife. But I never had their um, in-house made chips. They're Dude, good. Those are good. Legit, yeah. right? Like I, that was the first time I ever tried. It. I was like. If you haven't tried them, screw getting Lay's barbecue chips. If you see those, forget it. Turn around, go over there, and get those chips because you're going to get more, first off. And second, like, they're good. So that was a nice little bonus to get that as well. That was super good. And then we got on Rise, and uh, it was my niece's first time, my wife's second time now getting because we got on in June. And uh, it, it did – bad note is now I've been – in queue for it seriously i've been in queue for it now nine times and got on it four times so there's that oh jeez. and <laughs> it's it broke down that day too so and oh. then the important part about this one what i wanted people to let know is that they were not even like the last other times they would say okay everyone we're clearing out the queue and we're gonna give you a return pass which you didn't have to use for rise but everyone wanted to use it for rise right this time they didn't do that they're like hang in there and if you leave, you leave. It's done. So we were like, oh, man, this is kind of a bummer. So we just had to sit there. Luckily, thanks to Andrew, you know what he mentioned, you got to love the chairs. You got to love the chairs inside the queue. Built-in benches. We got to one of those spots of the benches in there, and we just chilled, and the AC was kicking. So nice. I was like, this is this is all magic right now. So that was sweet. But once it turned back on, a majority of the ride was working. There was just i think the i think they like the gauntlet shooters the shooters were kind of a little bit off uh they were not working but everything else was sweet uh and then i mean the rest of the day we went back to dca to check out avengers at night and my wife wanted to try out the uh, lamplight lounge dude i gotta say avengers at night oh you are gonna (laughs) blow up on photography I, I was like, dude, I was trying to take video, but I was too excited. I even did one of the, like, you know, Scarlett Johansson, like, dr- drops on the pictures. I did the whole flicking my hair back just for one <laughs> picture just because I was like, I got to do it. And I felt like a poser, but I did it. Wh- whose pose was it? Natasha's or Yelena's? I didn't shake after. I didn't shudder. So I'm guessing oh, okay. it was Natasha's. All I right, it was Natasha's then, yeah. And I didn't land it. Come on. This is a two, <laughs> over 250-pound man. Definitely didn't look the way as... <laughs> you, as, you didn't as look as graceful would have wanted it <laughs> oh scarjo <laughs> my fam oh, scarjo <laughs> lordy lord <Yeah. laughs> at night it was awesome yeah avengers campus at night there was no cues you just walked in mm-hmm. again and you could have gotten food everything was low-key like, like i'm saying here keep with that theme it was just really nice it just walked in sweet i was like hopefully the parks are like this someday too so we just took a nice stroll went back into saw some fireworks out from outside the Esplanade area went back into disneyland enjoyed that night 
next day keep this brief we just went to disneyland and we knocked out so much including getting a rise of the resistance fast pass again in the morning so we got to ride it again the next day so it was just just a nice slow pace honestly everything was like 34 40 minutes more people the queues were different than when i went last time but it was just a great experience and i I don't know what, you know, things are going to look like after the keys all go live, right? We're going to probably see some more people show up. But hopefully the attendance that they got, a, you know, a little bit of knowledge from this, knowing that it is just a lot more pleasant of experience. And I know last couple episodes ago, I was like, I want to see how this all works out. But this didn't help for me, like, on the argument of I want to see how this works out. This put me on the other side of, God, I miss this so much. Like, there was just <laughs> yeah. moments of just sitting there uh and and just being like that's because we were able to do things in a slow pace there was no rush of crowds or nothing um but it was just wow there was just some moments um that just really hit home for me that were like dude yeah i can't wait so we're hopefully it works out we're able to get a key slash pass whatever you want to call it (laughs) again it's a pass it's a pass i'm never gonna (laughs) not call it a pass it's a pass it's a magic key pass um don't want to miss i forgot to mention this i tried the haunted mansion wedding cake my wife technically that was probably her birthday cake (laughs) (laughs) and that was on point Uh, that's a white cake with buttercream frosting and they have a little bit of sour cherry and cream cheese filling and it's all bloody if you ever seen looks kind of cool yeah my wife's like uh are you guys gonna sing me happy murder birthday come on i didn't go with it but it was that was what I was talking about. There was a moment we were just eating cake there, you know, blood dripping down our mouth. We're like, I love New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, just being in that ambience again, it was so cool chilling there. And that's some great cake. If you get a chance, go try that, too. Very good. Wait, so you were in New Orleans, Greg. You didn't get sneezed on by somebody? <laughs> oh, no. Wait, Larry, no. where do they have Where do they have the cake? Where, where can you get it? French Market Restaurant. Here's a little thing, too. We were going to try to – order that through the app but Mm -hmm. you have to go in there and get that that's not something they available through like mobile ordering which was fine we walked in it was pretty low-key just grab one and then you checked out pretty so french market was was back to the you could walk up to the counter with it exactly because when we went it was mobile order only so that's what we heard and then when when we got there there, we're like oh they're not even we were we thought what you guys went through was happening like oh it's closed for some reason but when we went in there they're like no, we're just not doing mobile order right now. We're only able to do – I think that's a phase. Like, we're only gotcha. able to take in person right now. And, yeah, that was – ooh, delish. It was nice. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, everything that you mentioned sounds amazing. I think the fact that so many people are back in school now, people are waiting for the keys, yep. is really contributing to all of this. Uh, this is probably an ideal situation that I would have loved to be in. I – unfortunately went when they opened it for everyone and so for me it was a little daunting in this current scenario i think i would enjoy the park a lot more if i had the opportunity to go i don't think i will have an opportunity to go anytime soon at least not until after we get uh, our keys but we'll see i mean you said that hopefully they saw this as just a better experience I don't think so. I think what we're seeing right now is an anomaly. I think that as soon as the magic keys are available, we're going to be back to what it looked like June 15th when they opened up the parks, if not more. 
I mean, I think Disney is on a path of trying to get as many people back into the park as soon as possible. And even though there's going to be reservations, they're going to try to max out the reservations as soon as they can. I, I wish I could go now. All the things that you mentioned, uh, Avengers Campus, definitely something I want to see. Those birria tacos that you're talking about, I see people posting them. I see videos of them. And, man, legit, dude. They're not messing around. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. I'm, I'm, my game. mouth is it was watering it, just looking, like, thinking <laughs> about it right now. We all split. We had – my niece had carne asada. I, she, my wife had the birria, and I had the potato one. Oh, dude. I love me some good starch, bro. And whew, speaking of good starch, to, to solve the mystery, folks, yes, I did finally get to have a Disneyland churro again. <laughs> that was my breakfast on the day of Wednesday. So there you go, Andrew. That's, you I know went what? Back to... Yeah. As my, when I used to go to the park down by myself, my I'd either have, I'd have one of three things for breakfast. I'd have a churro and a Coke. I'd have a cinnamon roll and a Coke, or I have um, brioche French toast and a Coke. So uh, churro and a Coke is a great <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> right on. Well, it sounds like you had an amazing trip. Uh, if anybody else is going anytime soon, we'd love to hear how your experience was. Obviously, it's going to be interesting to see how long this keeps up. Again, we speculate that once the Magic Keys are available, we're going to see an influx of people in the park. And then it, I'm just curious as to how the experience is going to be at that point. But time will tell. Uh, okay, we have a fun topic for you. Uh, we were talking about collectibles, right? And Andrew uh, is like, the, uh, as far as our group is concerned, Andrew's like the king of collectibles. He's got so many <laughs> amazing things. His collection is amazing. And so we thought we would talk about collectibles that we've seen and we've wanted, but have never had the opportunity to purchase or own. Now, I do have a question, and I don't know if any of you function like this, but if I'm unable to get something that I really wanted, either because I couldn't get there on time, it was a limited release, they ran out, you know, the goat was sitting there loading for 17 hours and I never got <laughs> to place my order, whatever the case Yo, was, right? Damn, goat. Uh, <laughs> I tend to... Uh, morph into this mindset of out of sight, out of mind, because if I keep thinking about it, I get sad and I just kind of dwell on the fact that I didn't get the item. So if I'm at the point where I know I'm not going to get it, I, I honestly, I have to turn that off and move on with my life or else I will dwell. Uh, so when you asked, do you know of any products that you want? Like this was kind of hard at first because i didn't know how much i wanted until i started thinking about it again and then it was like the floodgates opened right like all of a sudden like one memory after another started smacking me in the face saying ha ha you didn't get me and so uh, for a little bit i was a little hurt I, I got a little emotional thinking in the eyes of the angel <laughs> I honestly thought I wasn't going to come up with more than like two or three. I have like 40. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I, I stopped after like 15 because I was like, I don't know if we'll have enough time. Um, but yeah, I have. Yeah, it's a big list. Because <laughs> I think we agreed on having between three to five for each of us. Right. Just so that we can quickly get mm -hmm. through it. And I think uh, maybe three considering we're about an hour into the podcast already. So 
are we talking just like general merchandise in the parks, World of Disney, maybe shopdisney.com sort of situation? Or are we talking about like Disneyana collectibles like that we've also seen in auctions and stuff like that? I would I would say anything. My my idea was anything that has been officially released at, for purchase at like as a consumer product. Um, so it could have been a consumer product in 1955, um, or something you as a person could buy, not like a, oh, this was a thing, you know, where they retire a piece of furniture from a hotel and then you can buy it later. Something that has a barcode on it or something you can buy like that was my idea for this segment. So stuff like that, anything, you know, I have stuff from, you know, I have a lot of older stuff that is stuff that could have been purchased, but I wasn't alive when it <laughs> was yeah. was uh, being sold. So anything that, you know, you could have bought as a person um, that isn't some kind of specialty, you know, prop from the park or something that you'd have to go through special means to get. Okay, that helps right. a lot. Damn, I don't know how I'm going to narrow this list down. Just pick a number. <laughs> yeah, just I, I ran- know, randomly just pick so some, have some, many, have though. some good ones, some um, you know, middle ones, and you know, that, like you said, we can we can spread this over a bunch of episodes. It, it's our new segment. It's a uh, collector chat. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> I, this I week actually on like collector that. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we'd have fun doing uh, collector chat. I dig that collector chat. You will have uh, what's his name. Uh, Vinicio del Toro. I knew you were going to do can, it. Uh, he'll he'll be the logo. He's the, the collector. The collector. The collector. <laughs> Tentelier awesome. Tivon, right? Yeah. Did I, did yeah. I say it right? I always screw his name Tentelier. up. Tentelier. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, collector chat. <laughs> All right. Well, like Mel, why don't you CC. kick us off for collector chat? Sure. Let me let me just rip the bandaid off and just <laughs> when thinking about this list. <laughs> First one I have is the Victor Geist Parks Exclusive Funko, and that's the oh. organ player Funko from the Haunted Mansion that you would see in the ballroom. And I, yeah, that one, this was the first one I had to rip the Band-Aid off. I'm like, oh, this was one of those cases where I wasn't going to get it in time. You had to be like lined up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That one hurt. <laughs> so that's one of that's one. <laughs> so this yeah. this segment idea was kind of a, a, a selfish task as to um, what are the things that I haven't heard about um, <laughs> that I can put on the list of uh, my eBay searches so I can oh, get them. So that's going on the list. I, I just wrote it down. So. You're welcome. <laughs> My wow. Lord be with this child. <laughs> and and see, this was a selfish one for me, too, because I thought, wow, they're going to know what I want for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, what's our retainer? Yeah. Budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, you got $5 in the, and a stick of gum. <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky, you get um, a bag of Cheetos from, uh, what's our uh, HR person, Andrew? Uh, oh. I don't remember. I'll have to look at the company file. I yeah. forgot her name. I've been so busy. Wait, was it Estella? No, Stella. Oh. That, no, our that that's Estella right here. My Hi, bad. Stella's on the mic. <laughs> Thanks for making it up here, Estella. <laughs> I'll I'll jump off of Melissa's because I have a Funko that I've wanted, and I was at the park like when they were around when they were released, and I just missed out on it. Um, was the Indian is Jeep Funko? 
Um, mm. That was originally Comic-Con release, and then they had it at the park. Um, and I just, I missed out by I probably mm. uh, uh, hours or something because um, <clears throat> I was at the park and doing park things and then remembered, oh, hey, yeah, this, and then check at D Street and I think it was D Street at the time. Um, or Wonderground, whatever it was. But, uh, yeah, they were out. Um, so that's always on my eBay list, and I see it up there all the time, and it's $100 and $200. And one of these days, you know, maybe it'll be in my stocking or something. Because um, <laughs> that's a big purchase for a Funko. I like the, like, you know, $40 price that it originally was. <laughs> well, for one. me, uh, I'll keep it pretty recent. Uh, my trip... I forgot to uh, do this till the end. I kept, I was, it's more for my wife. It was a good time. But that's a disclaimer. But I really wanted to look at those Jungle Cruise Mickey head ears. And I kept, I remembered in the morning to ask where to look for them. And I went over to Disney on at the end of the night and they were like, they're sold out. They've been sold out. And I was like, oh, bummer. I'm not a huge Jungle Cruise fan, but I liked the hat and I have a huge noggin. And I was like, <laughs> maybe this is the one that finally, because I've been always trying to get the train conductor one, but it's like, <laughs> like it doesn't even try to fit. It looks like, well, it just looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there. Dude. I don't want to quote I anything, your but pain. just the, if you've ever watched a leave their own, uh, Tom Hanks says a quote to the umpire. And that's what I look like when I wear the uh, hat. <laughs> just look it up. Uh, There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> that one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but i went to the store and it was all sold out so i'm pretty bummed about because i was like well maybe i'll never know or i don't even want to try to think about if it would fit that was kind of my goal to have real mickey ears that went on my head that was kind of my <laughs> thing hmm. i know how you feel dude i'm right there with you i own a pair of the conductor mickey ears and that thing sits on my big dome like nothing so yeah i uh <laughs> I know how it feels to not be able to get Mickey ears that fit. Yeah. See, this is why I need a 3D printer, okay? Because then I could oh size my That's, own Mickey ears, and then I could just make them to fit my own head. Dude, you would get Mickey ears too. I knew it. I was like, how is he going to make this pitch tie me back out to We need some podca <laughs> ears, man. Podca, podca ears. ears. Oh, wow. I'm for nice. it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh man, there's, I don't even know where to start. I, I will start with one of the sets that they released, uh, for the 10th anniversary of, of D23 was, uh, a pin set that I really, really regret not getting. Uh, it had, they were all kind of copper toned. There was, um, a mailbox for Carl and Ellie, service elevator for uh, Tower of Terror, Sebastian was in there, a skull with a little mine train for Indiana Jones, Kermit with his banjo, a Haunted Mansion pin, uh, a Disneyland pin with like a little old school 1950s television, an old Marvel Comics looking pin with, uh, I, I want to say it was Iron Man flying through there, I don't remember, Donald, and then a skeleton dance pin. That set was just one of the coolest sets that I've seen in a really long time. And they release a lot of pins, okay? I'm not going to lie. There's a bunch of pins. Uh, but that 10th anniversary one uh, was one that I definitely regret not jumping on and getting when it was available. Well, that was the um, – I'm pretty sure the one you're talking about, that was the gold member gift for yeah. – for... 
Well, I yeah, wasn't right? a okay. member that member year. Gift. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's okay. Yeah, I remember when that came out. Th- those are really cool. The um, I always thought the Kermit one because of like how the shading is. He looks kind of funny, but uh, that pin set is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Round two. Let's rip off the other band aid. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna just go there because this one really does. I really wish I had this one only because they've only made one and not all three. And this is the Ezra in the Doom Buggy Parks exclusive Funko. Mm-hmm. They oh, never yeah. did anything else other than Ezra. So if you have that Funko, I mean, that's pretty rad. And they they did, yeah, the, the Haunted Mansion, what was it, the 50th was when they came out with all of these, mm-hmm. like, Haunted Mansion Funkos. Yeah. And they did such a good job with all of them. And I was, they were at Target, and I was going over to every, all the Targets, trying to find all the, and I ended up with none of them. <laughs> yeah, the parks had a Doom Buggy with all three of the Hitchhiking Ghosts that, it looks like they were lit up inside of the Doom Buggy, but... I don't know. The Funko had so much more charm to it that yes. it's just, it was adorable. I would have totally it's loved to get that one It's a giant doom well. buggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have that light up doom buggy. It's like a, it has like a mirrored thing and then you click the button on the front and it, yeah. and, then, and then the ghost host talks. I have that uh, somewhere, but yeah, that, that's, it's cool. But the, the nice thing about the, the Funko one is you get the whole mold of the, of the doom buggy where this one has like, um, where like you would be sitting is like covered with clear plexiglass to have the like effect work, so it's not like the profile looks kind of weird because you have it's more bubbly. Hey, great choice, Mel. I get. Oh, I guess that means I'm up next. Um, I'll go with um, a middle of the road one. Um, something that I can probably get, but uh, I just haven't bothered to look. Keep it in the mansion verse. Um, a few years ago, I mean, they had them for multiple years, and I just never got them. They were the um, Haunted Mansion, uh, the Singing Busts Christmas ornaments. Um, they were kind of like a mm. caricature, cartoony version of the Singing Busts, all five of them um, from Disneyland. And I thought they were so cool. They, I mean, they weren't that expensive either. They're, I think they're like 30 bucks or something. Yeah, and I just... Right. <laughs> Every time I would go to buy them, I was already buying like $150 worth of t-shirts and stuff. <laughs> so I was like, uh, maybe next time. They always seem to be there. And then the last few times I went, they weren't there anymore. So I don't know if they're just discontinued or what, but hopefully they'll come back. That's something that if I see them again, I'm going to snatch them right up because um, those are they're real fun. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of the singing busts in the Haunted Mansion. One of my favorite parts, uh, you know, it's... It's such a shame that you don't get to see them for longer. You whip past them real quick, but that's, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like Christmas ornaments, too, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> There's tons of those that are on my list, so yeah. I get you, man. Yeah, I got Larry, but Larry, Rebecca got me a Roger Rabbit Christmas ornament one year. It's I, it's on my collectible shelf. I never put it on the tree because it goes with my Roger Rabbit <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, that worked out. The, uh. I guess uh, the next thing uh, for me, you know, keeping with the store theme, there was uh, these Crocs that. I got you. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Uh, no, for uh, this is kind of sad story, but still, you could probably find them out there. But the uh, beginning of 2020, uh, they came out with these Minnie Mouse ears. And if you guys could see, if you ever watched the after show, 
there's my wife is a adamant if we collect one disney thing it's Minnie mouse ears and they came out with these Minnie mouse ears that were main street attraction ears which were going to cover each ride they had picked anything from space mountain to the carousel to tiki room and they were releasing them once a month and in the beginning and january 2020 there was nobody there we went to the park we were there on a random day because it was released near martin luther king day so we were off of work we we're going that saturday and we just picked one up for space mountain we just were like oh that's cool and she already knew about them so we grabbed and walked out the next month in february it was pandemonium they were they were like everybody was there it was this thing that everybody had to get them so we got that one though it was a pirates of the caribbean luckily just grabbed that one but then March came and that's when everything got shut down and these things became rolled out online and the Disney store website and it just became this like different thing where people if you didn't get it first you couldn't get on the website then they made it like a lottery system on Disney store it was a bummer I heard some of them came out in Florida later in the year but by that point it was like you couldn't get the collections so that was all of those years just in general I think we would have bought every single one we did end up getting Space Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean, and I just, for her birthday, I just bought the Tiki Room ones, but they're hard now to, to get your hands on because people got them. So any of those years are, are pretty much coveted by me and my wife. So it that looks like awesome. that, that set, um, I just looked them up because I hadn't heard of them. Um, it looks like they have a, a carousel one. Right. Uh, what else is there? Uh, Jungle Mad Cruise. Tea Party. Yeah, Tea Party, Dumbo. Um, what is this? Tinkerbell? Is that the same? Small World. I think that's, oh, that's Peter, a Peter Pan. Pan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Peter Pan. It and covers a lot cups, of attractions. Big we were Thunder do Mountain yeah. and the castle. It looks like they are in Dumbo. They 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 cover. They were gonna do them all oh. twelve months. So it was gonna make like a thing where we'd go every month. Like yeah, twelve of about. them. Yeah, we were gonna try and do that where we go like every month. This was gonna be our like go to the park and get them. Um, so it was kind of a bummer. That's one of these things that we'd hope to get the collection of all of them yeah okay here's the full list just so anybody that wants to collect them it's space mountain uh pirates tea uh, mad tea party small world tiki room peter pan uh carousel dumbo big thunder haunted mansion jungle cruise and then the castle i found it somebody posted oh it's the disney parks posted a nice image with the calendar so that was easy to find (laughs) nice yeah, that's a great collectible. I mean, the key, I guess, is making sure that if you can't be there to buy it when it's released, hop on eBay in 15 minutes, and then you can buy it for 17 times what it was worth at the store. Yeah, I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> that's one of those pet peeves I have with this whole thing. Whew, no, I'm there, dude. I, I understand. It's either that or the goat, right, on the website, one of the two. Oh, well, it what, what it, I used to like eBay a lot because when Vinylmation was a thing, people would buy, you know, a whole box to get the series, <laughs> yeah. and then they would sell they their would extras sell the on eBay. And yeah. I'm lazy, and I don't care about the box. I just want <laughs> Sala out of the thing, and then call it a day. And so right. pe- they were selling them for cheaper than you could buy them at the, you know at the store because they'd have their full line and then they would just sell, try to get some of their money back. So I, I've lucked out on some of those, uh, vinyl mations getting those, um, on eBay, but now everything, yeah, resellers are just, uh, it's yeah. Set, like you said, 17 times. <laughs> <laughs> There's two vinyl mations that I own that, uh, I hold very near and dear to me. One of them, especially, uh, I got one vinyl mation when cars land opened up. 
it was like an opening day Carsland vinylmation. It was the, like the big uh, vinylmation, and then I the one that I always really wanted and finally was able to purchase was the one that says uh, it has the Main Street Magic Shop like painted on the face. So it's got a little tuxedo and everything. That uh, because nice. of how much I enjoy magic was like one of my most prized collectibles, um, which is now in storage. So that's great. I mean, you know. <laughs> it, a lot of good it does me there, but you know I own it, so yay. I, yeah, I got one of those too. Uh, it was during our wedding time. Our niece was at the park, and she bought us the blank couple violation, which is Mickey and Minnie. Nice. Mickey, Mickey's got a tie. That was our wedding gift from her, and, and that, they had a movie on that, like a little short movie. Yeah. Uh, so we still have that. I, I still have that hanging out here. It's pretty cool. Right on, man. I love it. So what's your next one, Hazen? Uh, let's see. Uh, for number two, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, a book that I've wanted for a really long time, but I haven't found a decent copy for a decent price, and that's a hardcover. Uh, and that is the Designing Disney Imagineering and the Art of the Show by John Hench. It is a book that I've been after for probably five or six years now. Anytime that I think I've found a good price, it turns out to be a paperback copy. And I want the hardcover. <laughs> I don't want the paperback copy. Still on the lookout. One of these days, hopefully, I'll be able to finally get my hands on it. But it's been on my list of books for quite some time now. Nice, nice. All those books, those Imagineer books, um, I know you have a bunch of those, Hazen. They, they seem like just a plethora of of stories and knowledge and all the stuff you want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish, I don't know if any of them are audiobooks, but if they are, I need to put those on my listen uh, list because that would be a good thing. I think to listen to, I don't think they are, but maybe we need to have like a discord thing where we have like story time with Hazen. And I just like sit up Ooh. on a nice comfy couch, open up a book, grab myself a nice warm tea or coffee. And I just sit there and read these books. I would, sure. I would, yeah, I would listen in. Story time. <laughs> All right. Um, so this one is, this last one um, is kind of like Andrew where he was talking about the, um, the singing bus. And this was something that I have seen in the parks multiple times when we were going multiple times. And it was always like, I'll come back. I'll come back, you know, whatever, this and that. And, you know, you know I'm a big sucker for Maleficent, Sleeping Beauty. And they had, in Disneyana, they had a figurine of Maleficent. And she has her goons around her. And I haven't seen anything like this. Like, Disney doesn't really, in general, doesn't really showcase that. So that's something that I would really love. And I missed the opportunity because when I wanted to buy it, I found out, oh, it's sold out and it's clearance. That is never going to come back. <laughs> so that beauty is gone <laughs> forever. <laughs> is that like one of those like resin statues, like the like the foot tall ones? Um, yeah, the, okay. the big figurines. It's it's yeah. It's like the realistic one, not like a Funko or something. It's like a like a statue, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, those are. Uh, like they sell those at like um, they have like special ones at like the expo every year, um, so yeah, those are those are fantastic. I I I 
was luckily gifted a um, Mickey as Indiana Jones, one of those um, statues. So nice. that's kind of fun. Oh, those are cool. I've seen those before. Great choice, Mel. Great choice. Yeah. Um, all right, Andrew. Uh, yeah, my next one is um, they uh, they have a – I don't know where they were sold, and I saw these in somebody's, like, photos of their, like, their Halloween decorations. And um, th- I, I think they were sold in, like, the early, mid-2000s. They had uh, blow mold style um, hitchhiking ghosts for your your lawn for Halloween decorations. They're like three feet tall, something maybe two feet tall, three feet tall, um, hitchhiking ghost, like blow mold things you can put in your yard, all three of them. And, uh, they don't move or anything, but I thought they were the coolest thing. This like blow mold, um, hitchhiking ghost. And I, I think they sold for about a hundred dollars a piece originally, and I think they were, they might've been like a uh, Disney store or Disney store online or something like that at the time. But I have to, I'll have to send you guys a photo of these cause they are really cool. They're lit from the inside. Um, uh, yeah. Plastic I'm assuming. Um, but something that I would not put out in the weather in my lawn, but uh, have <laughs> probably, uh, uh, you know, set in the living room or something. <laughs> Were the ones that you're thinking of, did they have, like, rocks underneath them? Were they white? And yeah, they had, like, rocks yeah, underneath yeah, those. Them? I think okay. so, yeah. They're, like, Yeah, yeah, okay, the so they sounded familiar, um, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing them. I didn't know that that's what they were. I thought they were just little, like, maquettes that you could buy at the Disney store or something. No, they're, like, two feet tall. I'll send you a photo. Um, but they are, um, yeah, they're like blow mold style. I think some kind of lit from the inside, um, decorations for your lawn. Basically, I think they're about two feet tall and yeah, it's like a, like a cobblestone pathway on the bottom. You have all yeah, three of yeah. them. It's like a rock bottom. Yeah. I just sent over a photo so you guys can see. Um, but it's, yeah, they're Halloween decorations and I thought they were like the coolest thing and, um, yeah, I want them very badly. Okay, so I do – I have seen these before. However, I did not know they were that tall. This is rad, dude. I want this on my <laughs> list. That That's one that I've been uh, pining over for a long time, and I've, I've never seen them up for sale anywhere. Um, I just, just completely missed them out. I, I think at the time – they were released. I really wasn't in a position to buy much or, you know, I think I was probably still just in college or something where I didn't have the most money in the world. So, you know, $300 on hitchhiking ghosts would have been a little much today. It's still a little much, but I probably would have uh, snatched them up at that price. (laughs) Yeah. I'm right there with you. That's the thing, right? With collectibles, they, if you buy them when it's initially released, you end up getting the best deal, obviously. Or if you wait a month and then go to Company D with a cast member, maybe you might get lucky and, you know, snag an even better deal there. But since the majority of us don't have that opportunity, uh, buying them when they're released is usually the best time. The thing about collectibles, uh, I think we've talked about this in the past, where a collectible is really only worth as much as you're willing to pay for it. Right. Because if it's a collectible, obviously people want them because they bring some kind of sentimental value to them. And if 
a group of people are willing to pay in the hundreds or thousands or whatever the case is for that thing, obviously the price is going to get inflated and it's worth to you that amount of money. And then again, obviously there are collectibles that you think are going to be like the greatest thing ever and you're able to buy a couple and you're like, one of these days I'm going to sell this on eBay and nobody buys it because they produce so many that you can't sell it for half of what it was worth when you bought it, right? So you always have to that's, be careful. Yeah. You know, you never That's my know hope with some of this that. stuff. Yeah, yeah. That that it's people are going to realize that they don't, they, you know, they sold, they made a million of these. So even though you got one, it's not worth 20 times the asking, you know, the original price. That's why yeah. I have, you know... It, uh, if you want to, if you're into collecting and you don't have your uh, saved searches on eBay, what are you doing? Because <laughs> that's get my keyword searches. I get a, a notification every evening. Here's your, here's the new stuff for Indiana Jones Disneyland. One of my favorite uh, eBay searches. <laughs> nice, nice. Ah oh, man, I'm like jonesing for that for that trio, dude. <laughs> yeah. I like. I'm gonna have yeah. dreams about that thing now. <laughs> seriously so um yeah uh, anyway um i could talk about these d- mansion things all day um because i used to do my house up for halloween all the time um and then i got lazy and then i got really into christmas so now everything's just christmas but larry i think you should take it over and uh before i keep rambling about this <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna keep with <laughs> i like you guys rambling. it's cool and it is this is a really cool segment it is kind of like a inspiration <laughs> for our disney crack addict needs <laughs> yeah. to, to talk about it, right that we're all okay here it's kind of therapy right uh-huh. um, the, the, <laughs> the thing i'm sticking with the inside the park theme i, I maybe you guys can help me out with this because uh, a long time ago when you would be leaving the park camera if it's on the left or right side of disneyland they used to make custom name plates that looked like the cast members names do you remember that yeah i i never got one and it bummed me out when it went away oh there <laughs> melissa just showed us one yeah. <laughs> they used to make them with the, they looked like the cast members name plates but they were had like ver- variants of like they would be like oh here's mickey and then melissa yeah. just showed us one they had the princesses on them I always wanted one. I always walked by so many years being like what Andrew did. Like, oh, I'll get that later. I'll, I'll, it'll come around or whatever. And then they were gone. And it was like, oh, it was shattering. And still to this day when I walk by that booth, I trick myself. Like, is, is it there? And I'm like, Maybe they'll have it. <laughs> that, right? And it's so sad. It's like, oh, gosh. I don't know. It's like a, a psychological sad thing to be like training your brain. Like, maybe it'll come back. Maybe it'll come back. Oh. And, yeah, every time I'm always like, gosh, I wish. I just wanted one just to have, like, to have put it out to display it or put it on a backpack or just to always have it. And now I regret that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A few years ago, I must have been probably, what, five or six years ago. Now they had – um in Tomorrowland, they had some where uh, they would write your name in. Uh, yeah, Arabesh. Arabesh. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I did get that one. So yeah, I have the. I liked the 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 pass holder one they had at the time was cool. It was the the uh, vintage Star Tours colors, right. the orange and blue. That's the one I orange got. Those those were those were cool. So yeah, I I wish I would have got the name tag with my name on it. D twenty three. I bought one that said Andy. 
Um, but it was like a Aww. it was like a weird one. It had like Mickey ears on it. It's like it's shaped like a Mickey head, and it says mm-hmm. Andy. Um, I think it's like a Mouseketeer kind of thing. But um, yeah, D twenty three is a good um, source for that. And I was just looking on eBay at name tags. I looked up Disneyland name tag, and the first ten that came up all said Larry. So if you want, oh, <laughs> if you want nice. your own, there's a million Larrys on eBay right now. <laughs> okay, well maybe or, I just do one of those. <laughs> or or or. Three, three D, D printer. Printer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh? Oh, huh? <laughs> I'm just. I'm Put saying. it on the board. Look, look, board. look not oh, only, God. not only could I make you your Disney-inspired name tag, but we could also make Podcateers name tags, however we want them to. Mm-hmm. Just another reason to get it. Boom. Right. But I want it in 4D to squirt water at people. <laughs> I can make that happen. I can make that happen for you, sir. Just, Just get a little we'll put bit a little flower on like there tubing. and be like, come in. Smell the flower. <laughs> ah. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> so, Hazen, I think you got to wrap us up here. All right. Uh, okay. So, I got to make this a good one. So, I don't, I don't know about all of you, but one thing my wife and I like to do is we always – have these like dreaming sessions, right? Where we're like, okay, one day when we own a bigger house, we're going to have one room that's all Disney. Like our movie room will be all Disney. And in that room, we're going to have this and this and this and this. And we like plan this out. Like we blue sky what we want, you know, our house to one day look like. One thing that I would like in that room or in my office or, you know, Podcateer Studio, whatever, wherever we end up putting it, it doesn't matter. I want an original Sam McKim map like the ones that they sold in the late 50s at the park. The original maps that they sold, uh, there was actually three versions that got released back in 1958. And the second version of it is one of the hardest ones to find right now. In general, all three versions of the map are very, very similar. Uh, I think the first one had the Skyliner or the Viewliner rather uh, in Tomorrowland because Walt always liked to put like new attractions in the maps kind of as a teaser for things to come. But then when the second version of that map appeared, the Viewliner was gone and then uh, it had a different color water for the Jungle Cruise and it has uh, and then it had Cascade Peak. By the time that they reached the final version of that map, uh, Cascade Peak was missing. And so the version with Cascade Peak is the hardest one to find. That's the one I would want to get. So that original Samakim map with Cascade Peak, especially considering that that area of the park to me was uh, so sentimental because I never had an opportunity to go through Nature's Wonderland, visit the Rainbow Caverns, and to have that little piece in the map would be extra special to me. So that is one thing that I would like to own that I currently do not. That's going to be, uh, yeah, you need to set that uh, that eBay uh, search uh, thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> so it tells you whenever somebody lists something, Disneyland map, Cascade Peak, I just looked it up and there's nothing right now, but yeah. who knows? You never know. It's really difficult to find. I mean, the other two versions of that map go up for sale. I don't want to say like, extremely frequently right but they're they they've been known to go for sale and 
I mean, honestly, if I could own any Disneyland map, like any of those large ones, I think I would be happy if I could frame one, especially one in really good condition. Uh, we saw a whole bunch of those when we went to that exhibit that that's from Disneyland when Rich yeah. Kraft was selling all of his stuff. And I remember just drooling over a lot of that stuff. But they're very expensive. And in order to get one of those maps, you also need this thing called money. And so until <laughs> I have set amount of money to purchase it, I just have to, you know, be patient. And hopefully one day when, remember, we mentioned winning the lottery, we were going to get magic keys for all. As part of that lottery win, I also want a map made by Sam McKim. Sure. Put it in there. Put, put it on the tab. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was awesome. Andrew, I'm going to have dreams about those hitchhiking ghosts now for real. Like, I, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I am, I'm going to dream about those things. So, uh, I forgot about them for a long time. And then this, this experiment, you know, this coming up with the list, I was like, Oh yeah, those things. So yeah, that's I. I think if if we make this a regular thing, they're gonna have a lot of those moments of. Oh yeah, I remember I wanted that thing then. So yeah. um, I think it's gonna be fun to explore this topic again. Well, I think I mean it came at a really great time, right? Because this conversation actually came up on the Discord server because uh, FGP Squad member Heather, quick shout out to her, recently went to a collectible shop here in Southern California called Frankensons. And while she was there, she found Haunted Mansion pins based on the gingerbread houses. And honestly, I didn't even know that those existed until she posted a picture of them. Right. Neither did I. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw them. I flipped. I felt like I needed those <laughs> in my life. And so I think this segment is just coming at a really great time because I'm sure that we all have things that we want you know we all have these things that we desire that we couldn't get at one point or another so if you're on discord over on instagram on facebook join the conversation post a picture tell us about something that you've always wanted in the parks and the next time we do this segment we'll mention the item that you were talking about as part of that segment uh because i'm sure that andrew needs a bigger list on ebay and i need more stuff to dream mm -hmm. about to add to the wall where sam mckim's map is going to be i mean i've already i've already got half the stuff you guys wrote down or you you talked about i've written down to put into my ebay search so yeah it's uh i i'm i i'm gonna be studying the discord uh when this episode comes out to see what everybody else wants because i'm probably gonna want it too I think if it gets big enough, uh, you know how we have like a Disney food section and just like an FGP section and like we kind of break it up. If it gets big enough, we'll just create our own like collectible section and it'll just be yeah. dedicated. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, if somebody has something that they want to sell, use the Discord server to get in contact with somebody and, you know, sell it to them or something. Yeah, sell it to Andrew first. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we have had Ooh. we have had uh, members on Discord. You know, speaking of the FGP squad, uh, Miguel had a few books and a few collectibles that he didn't want. And he didn't even sell them. He just said, hey, whoever wants these, you know, just get in contact with me and I'll sell. I'll, I'll mail them out or we'll, you know, figure out a meetup time. So it's a great spot. I mean, to just connect with other people, you know, if sell items, give stuff away, whatever you want. Again, Discord, uh, head over to the blog post for this episode, podcateers.com slash 374 or podcateers.com. Scroll down, you'll see the, in the invite to join us over on Discord. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. What do you guys think? 
Yeah, I think yep. it's a this is a marathon stretch. So, uh, um, yeah, let's get out of here. Thanks for hanging in there, guys. <laughs> right? So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeet.